Welcome into the League of Dawns podcast. Mr. Kassad, how are you doing? Well, it's a special Halloween episode. Halloween Ooh. special. Yeah, I so just it could be interesting. Draw. I'm going to I'm probably going to have some trick or treaters at some point. So, during this I'll have to go just give them more candy. of those little millennial bastards looking for handouts. Yeah, and then um, I got a couple pizzas going. Are you giving pizza away? No, I'm not. I'm not baking. There we go. See? Yeah. That's one pizza done. Wow. Doug, you just got home. How is it done already? Uh, I mean, take and bake, baby. I mean, yeah, I I guess. Damn, I forgot about Papa Murphy's just being a – I know you're a big fan, so that that makes sense. Yeah, this one's going off. I got the the jack-o'-lantern one. You ever got that one? Uh, no, I have not. I'm actually, I'll oh, admit, yeah. I, I'm usually more of like a Domino's guy than I am a Papa Murphy's Take and Bake kind of guy. Oh, yeah. This is, I mean, first of all, support local, Papa Murphy's. Yeah. The other thing is I have a wife who, again, speaking of supporting local, not from here, doesn't really uh, understand or like the idea of Papa Murphy's. But it is something I think I'm going to try in the future to fix. Awesome. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what, they always have deals. So that's pretty awesome. Got a smoke, well. got a smoke and deal here. But I think both pizzas were like eight bucks. And what so. now, what kind did you say that you, you asked me about a second ago? Which one? The, the jack-o'-lantern yeah, pizza? Yeah, no, I haven't had that They one, make so. a pizza look like a pumpkin Ah, with a pepperoni for eyes and I, stuff. You know, so. I figured, but I just thought the explanation would be, would be better. Um, great. Well, how... How has your week gone so far? We're we're taping obviously on a Wednesday night. I'm out here in Boise. How uh, how's the week been? Week's been good. Um, I spent the first part of it in Phoenix. Ooh, yeah, the yeah, Sunshine State. Uh, you know, it's one of those Sunshine States. <laughs> um, it was actually pretty cool. I mean, okay. I got to. I hadn't been out to. I ended up meeting a guy that we – I was down there for a trade show, and then there's a other guy who should goes to the same show as we do that has a, like, big-ass mansion out there. Okay. So I got to go to his place, and that was pretty sweet. It was in Scottsdale. It was in the same neighborhood uh, that Sergio Garcia lives in. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So, so did, you did some Scottsdale as well as Phoenix then. Yeah. Yeah, I drove out for a day in Scottsdale, and I went to the fucking duck – Arizona game. That was a tragedy. So, it was. Um, it was. And honestly, if we have any Arizona fans that listen in on this, like I fully understand what you mean by it being a basketball school because it was the worst in stadium sports experience I've ever had in my life. Have you gone to a game at Reeser? I mean, Reeser, at least there's some fans that care. I don't think any of them went yeah. to Oregon State. It's but pretty people... much just Chad Cox. Other than that, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, speaking of beeves to bring it up i was there to witness at i was at Cantor's deli in la uh big hangout frequented frequented back in the day by guns and roses uh, among other rock musicians and musicians in general Um, Wow. we were sitting there at the bar and the uh the beeves game uh right as we finished our meal the beeves 
right before uh, missed that extra point that both John Cox and Matt were like, oh, of course they're going to miss this extra point. Just wait. It happened. Um, both of them at that point thought the loss was imminent. Um, as we were leaving, we were getting updates on our phone, and lo and behold, the Beavs pulled out a, a back 12 victory. Um, so, you know, yeah. great to see. Great um, to be a part of. I was really excited got, to be a part of that. I have some questions for you about that. So, one, um, were did they actually want to watch that game from start to finish, or were they like, oh, it's kind of close now, I can watch it? So, as it were – um, we got our day started a little later Saturday and we went and did the Hollywood hike. Matt did was on his phone quite a bit of the hike. He very much was tuned in. Uh, him and John were, were very curious about the game. Um, once we got to the deli, we were not able to watch. They did not have the Pac-12 network. Um, our, our guy could not get the, the Pac-12 network on. If they did have it, he could not make it work. But I do not believe that they got the Pac-12 network. So it made it a little bit tough to get the Beefs game. But they were. They were focused. They were, they were in on it. They, we, obviously, we, we had plans that day. We didn't want to just sit at home and watch games. We wanted to go out and do stuff. Um, mm. So th- mm. there was a care. I, I will give them that. I don't want, I don't want to, this to get uh, misconstrued. They very much did care. Matt was on his phone throughout the Hollywood hike and whatnot, checking in on the scores. Um, when it got to 31 to 3 or something like that, I'm sure that you know they, they were a little less excited, but Kind of uh, from what it sounds like, uh, Chad, which sounds like he doesn't have a life because he's so focused on Beaver games, but he seems to watch like every minute of every game. Um, and so he kind of keeps them updated via text when the Beavs started working their way back. And um, I was driving, but Matt was uh, on his phone, you know, staying, keeping tabs um, where Chad was kind of giving them some updates as well um, that they couldn't get from that from the game stream. So I will admit, very in tune. It was fun to be a part of it. Always good to in, see. Um, in tune, but not watching. Not watching. Just, we're, weren't really capable of doing so on a little vacation. Um, okay. But no, Chad was. Chad was. I know Chad back home was was watching. But either way, good beefs win. Fun to see. Ducks have uh, have left some to be desired, to say the least. I honestly have nothing to say at this point. It was the worst. It was. I already said it was the worst in-game experience. It was also like just maddening we, we we ran like five plays the entire game <laughs> yeah <laughs> to the same shitty plays that never worked yeah so just I, um just because i yeah. know that we have plenty of duck fans on this um you know you want to get angry at marcus arroyo as an offensive coordinator who seems to run the ball every first down play um but i can also say that unfortunately recruiting is king and it's about 80 percent of a good football team is that and he recruits really well, so we are going to have to sit through this for a long time. Um, so hopefully he figures uh, it out. He is going to have to because until Dylan Mitchell got destroyed on that crossing route, which was a terrible throw by Herbert, yeah, like just left him out to dry. I don't think we ran a crossing route until that. Yeah, point. yeah, no, it's nobody. Uh, nobody ran across the formation. It, it was all um, just comeback routes. Yeah, every every receiver ran a comeback route at the same time. And, and it was were, insane. It was very late. It was just bad. Herbert didn't look great as well. Timing was bad. Um, let's get over this though, and let's yeah. move on to this last week. Was there any overarching themes of the week? I know there were some standing things that you had brought up, um, but any overarching takeaways from this week, from this last week of of play here in the League of Dawns? I think we only had one good game, right? And that um, was yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, 
it looks like i mean uh, wait is this okay i just want to make sure i'm looking at the right yeah i don't remember this um being so close the matt long yeah freezing one uh matt long and um and layer bond layer bond yeah yes so relatively blowout kind of day um i know jay had a little bit coming into that last game but um, yeah, I think there was a lot of that. Not only that, uh, but I think we're seeing the standings also kind of indicate that I think we're going to see some playoff teams with around that like six or seven win mark where some years we've seen teams really sit like eight being kind of the magic number for playoffs. Um, yeah. I think that's six, a high point scoring six um, or some seven win teams I think are going to be able to get into the playoffs this year from the looks of it. Um, yeah, we have, I think, five weeks left, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, yeah, it's going um, to be. Is it that many? Um, I believe so. Um, looking at the uh, so week nine, week 10, 11, 12. We have five. Exactly. 13. Yeah. So five weeks left. Um Five, yeah, five, you know, chances for W's for everyone. Um, as we come down to it, I mean, we're seeing in the league right now, there are 11 teams that are, that are back in this. Um, honestly, you could still say, minus the fact that his team can't score points, you could say there are all 12 teams are still in this. Um, realistically, I think that number is closer to 11, um, possibly, possibly 10, if you want to really get into the nitty-gritty. But in terms of record, um, that is one thing I think I'll take away from last week is that uh, everyone's in it. Everyone's in it, but it looks like there's a bit of a separation. I mean, I like I'm I'm assuming Lairbaum will clinch statistically if he gets a win this next week. I believe so. Um, there'll be some of that. Um, I think you're going to get pretty close. Like I said, if you get to eight wins, I I think he already, in my mind, he will have, he already has clinched. I think yeah. you are very close. I think another win for you. Just because with five weeks left for you to win two more games, I think is is pretty realistic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think. Um, well, let's do the yeah. let's do the uh, match. Let's get to Why it. Not? Okay. Um, well, we'll just start with mine, just to get it off the plate. Um, going off my board, um, me versus Hui, a matchup that I think I even picked against myself this week. Um, yeah. I really coming into this week, I had a big turn again. I don't want to sit on my talk about myself too much. I really wasn't happy coming into this week, leaving this week with a victory like this, um, scoring the most points this week, uh, definitely makes me feel better about my team going forward. Um, players like Marlon Mack, Deshaun Jackson, um, you know, being kind of what are turning into like week in week out guys that I can play Marlon Mack, just going ape shit. Um, a guy who I drafted again, as I've said, and, and really didn't know what I was going to get after five weeks this year, even um, he hadn't done anything. So um, I think I'm going to still have to move around some quarterback stuff, but we also, I mean, he didn't score a lot of points, but if you look at his, the, his top three guys who scored, those guys scored in the early morning, if I'm not mistaken, and their games, well, DeAndre Hopkins on Thursday had a huge game. Trubisky had, over his projection at 21 and then McCaffrey had a huge game. Those were this morning guys. I was really worried after the morning. I thought I was going to have a hard time coming back. Yeah. I mean, you scored 50 points over your projection. Yeah. So you had a, 
pretty good week. Yeah. So, yeah. This is your best week by far this season. Mm-hmm. It was the top score from the week overall. Um, you got some plug and play guys like Christian Kirk got that touchdown. Yeah, he so got the touchdown. Like that big. one didn't matter as much. Uh, the game was it was already far out of hand. But yes, the, in terms of blowing out a projection, yeah, um, one of those things that's just going to happen. Um, we can talk about the trade with Jay later and how that kind of ties into me getting my win this week. Also, keep in mind, didn't have Sony Michelle. Royce Freeman might have got a start in the flex over Kirk um, and and kind of guys that I would have played that will, I was not able to just because of injury. Will Fuller losing him this year is going to be really big. He is very yeah, that sucks. He actually it cracks me up because he, Will Fuller is what Deshaun Jackson has had been year in years past, a very um, boomer bust boomer guy. Bust. And Deshaun yeah. has been much more. No matter who the quarterback is or who they're playing has kind of been more consistent than not kind of, he has been more consistent than Mike Evans this year. Um, so for me, it's kind of funny. I lost him, but you know, there were plenty of games where Will Fuller was putting up a couple points and hurting me that way as well. So it's, yeah. it's a bummer losing him just because he looked like he finally was healthy over the hamstring. But um, for we uh, got anything on him kind of going forward. No, I think his team's pretty bad. I think he's one of our close to being ready to say that they don't have a chance. Yeah. And that's one of the three and five in 11th place. Um, and, and I agree that he's one of those that's kind of probably on the outside looking in. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. Trubisky though, fantasy stud, by the way, fantasy stud, my goodness. I just realized that last week I was mm-hmm. pretty impressive. All right. Uh, next one up on the docket. We have, pardon me. Let me go back here. I wish Yahoo was e- more easily navigable. Um, all right. Next up, we have Boom and Diggs rebrand and Saquon and Patma Johnson. Uh, as we predicted, pretty close to projections for these guys. Mark a little bit under his. Matt, um, about a point over his um, for the week. Yeah, Matt uh, really needed a win because I don't think he is going to have a chance to win too many more games this year. So he's now solidly in last, only team under 700 points after eight weeks of scoring. That's not good. Yeah, Mark with and, his um, Mark fourth straight win. My God, look at his – it's funny. You look at his lineup, it's all questionable, guys. Oh, for my this God, next it is. Week. <laughs> There's a cue on every single position player outside of uh, his kicker and defense. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mark, I think, actually kind of had a low week compared to what he could be putting up. So yeah, I mean, it, um, it was like... close. It wasn't that far off projections, but he kind of, he has those guys that could just like blow you out with like the Tyreek Hills of the world. Yeah. So definitely. Um, um, it'll be interesting to see Demarius Thomas, how he fits in um, as someone who not only owned him, but just in the past, Demarius Thomas seems to have not only lost a little bit, but um, even in talking, listening to, uh, you know, people talk about him in the trade to the Texans, um, it'll be interesting to see how he fits in and if he yeah. kind of cures, he's a big time drop guy is another thing that's been really struggle for him. So it'll be interesting to see how he fits in. If he can kind of um, f- fold in there, you know, I picked up uh, Kiki Kuti, but uh, this week, but I will say when Kuti and Fuller were both playing the Kuti still got quite a bit of targets. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the same kind of split with Demarius and Kuti, in terms of them splitting up targets, obviously with um, uh, with uh, Hopkins getting the the lion's share, 
Um, but it will be interesting to see if, you know, obviously Deshaun is such an upgrade over uh, what's his case Keenum in Denver. So um, you expect better things, maybe some more consistent, like high floor, higher floor than he's been at. Um, but should be interesting to see going forward on Shelter's team that looks pretty good. Was this the first week that Mark passed you in the standings, or did that happen last I week? I think it happened last week. Um, yes, it did happen last week, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because you guys will probably be watching each other all year based on the uh, the trade. Yeah, I think for me at least it's a lot less about that, and it's more just about getting that – playoff spot um shelter and i being in third and fourth is great i hope to keep sitting around that spot but um unless my points keep going up this week's gonna be tough but um either way yeah i you know it worked out for him i feel really good about it too um looks like sony should be back this week so um the one thing i will say about the trade is and shelter you know who knows he might say now that he wouldn't have done that trade but uh probably should have asked for phil Lindsay over royce freeman um, I let my duck fandom probably get the best of me there. Um, and it's one that I definitely, if I do look back at anything in that trade, um, I feel comfortable with it, but I do wish, you know, because Deshaun, but I do wish I could have got Lindsay. Cause again, another great game from Philip Lindsay. Yeah. Philip Lindsay. I mean, he obviously Royce didn't play, so he got a few more. It helps. Looks it definitely he does. Um, yeah. Only other thing to say with Mark is it looks like he does have a series of receivers that he could be playing instead of Demarius. He made the pickup for Sutton. So that's somebody to look out for. And he plays that uh, Green Bay guy, Valdis Scalding or whatever. Scantling. Uh, Valdis Scantling. Yeah, yeah, who's actually been pretty good. So uh, Yeah, he has. And uh, I will say one thing with Scantling is that now that Allison and Cobb are back, it could change that for him a little bit. Um, he only had one reception for 45 yards in that Rams game. It was a touchdown but that was all yeah. he had. So um, probably not a guy that's going to be really good going forward. Watkins had a ridiculous game that we won't see again. Um, but yeah, other than that, Shelter, big win. Um, good to see uh, Mark with a reel off his fourth in a row. Um, on to the next. He's Yeah, he's hot. He is. I don't know what the change was, but he's hot. <laughs> we have next, the next, game. next up, Calvin the Great and Goodfill Hunting. Uh, freezing with a big win this week. Uh, going a little bit over projection, Dylan going a little bit under. Um, what do you think about this? Um, break it down just a little bit more. I have to no problem. run and run around for my um, – yeah. Okay, so what I will say about this looking, um, Andrew Luck has been pretty studly all year, great for freezing. Um, Dylan, it looks like this week, um, he did have Rivers on a bye, so – uh, he had to put Stafford in. Not a bad one. Um, that fumble at the end really hurts. Um, let's, I mean, just breaking it down. Mike Evans, huge game. The Fitz magic happened again in Tampa. Uh, so when we see that, well, obviously we see some, him just chucking the ball downfield. Uh, Mike Evans was a big beneficiary for that. Uh, another James White, Chris Carson. Chris Carson's another guy who I think the rest of the season is going to be kind of in that vein of Marlon Mack. Um, I expect really good things from the remainder of the year. I have him in another league. Uh, I think Chris Carson's going to be really good for Jordan coming down uh, the stretch. Uh, and it's going to be for him probably. I mean, he's got a couple options here for his flex uh, spot because with James White, Chris Carson, and Ezekiel Elliott, 
he's going to have three guys in his flex, and then he's probably going to be able to flex out Woods and Hilton, I would imagine, as his wide receiver too. Um, yeah. That's going to be a pretty darn good team with Matt Ryan back off his bye. He has Andrew Luck as his second quarterback. Andrew Luck as a is – probably a guy who is going to be a top scorer this year. Um, Matt Ryan's done the same though. So um, Jordan's teams looks pretty damn good coming down the stretch. Yeah. Um, Man, he's pretty loaded. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, he's got James White RB one this year. Yeah. James White. Um, And yeah, there isn't too many weaknesses, maybe tight end. Yeah. I wonder if he could have, flipped a trade around with you for Kelsey that might have been um yeah he did offer me T.Y. Hilton and um and someone else I don't know if he has them on the his team anymore the person that he offered I believe it was T.Y. Hilton oh it was T.Y. Hilton Vance McDonald he offered um yeah probably could have tried for a Chris Carson or um not a James White, but maybe a Chris Carson. I don't think he would have done that, which I don't blame him. That's why I didn't ask. Um, but anyways, we can get to that. It never hurts to ask, though. It doesn't, but something we can uh, we can talk about later. Um, with Dylan's team, kind of a bummer. Uh, John Brown is going to be kind of doing this all year in terms of this boomer yeah. bust. Devontae had a, had a good game for him. That was nice. Uh, Ingram, you know, about – at his projection a couple points below um hunt and joku throwing up a zero doesn't feel good um and no. then again just kind of pedestrian scoring the rest of the way these weeks are going to happen they happen to everyone they happen against everyone and they happen for everyone um and this was definitely one of those for dylan at three and five if he can get leonard Fournette back it's a big oh. if He's expected to return against the Colts in week 10. So he's got one more week with no. Uh, but why would they trade for Hyde then too? With no Fournette. It just seems like, yeah. it seems like it's going to be by committee. It could be. It no matter what. It definitely could. Um, but I'm just saying, if you bring him back, the one thing Dylan's going to actually have trouble with is if once Fournette comes back, he now has Alex Collins, Ingram, and Hunt, and he has no way to trade them, and it's going to – probably be pretty tough to have to pick between Collins. You're probably going to play Ingram hunt and Fournette, which means Collins is just wasting away who seems to get a touchdown every week, even if he's not getting a lot of yards. Yeah. He's pretty risky still. Yeah. I don't know, but in a, I, I in think a flex, that'll probably not. be the guy. Yeah. But I mean, He's probably going to play yes. the other guys, right? I think the other thing, too, is he's going to have some bye. Well, watch for it. Yeah, watch for net, too. I mean, see if it's real. Exactly. And he's going to have back. some bye week flexibility. You just don't want to see down the stretch that you have a guy on your bench that could be giving you productive points, I guess, is is the main thing. And that's kind of a bummer um, that, that you're not able to flip him for, say, a tight end or flip, you know, when you when you really need that down the stretch. So just something to keep yeah. in mind. We'll see. All right. All right. Well, uh, next one. Um, yeah, let's move on. Let's move it on. Next matchup we have. Come on, internet. We have Adam Booming Thielen and Voodoo Mama Juju in the closest matchup of the week, decided by point zero eight points. You heard it here, folks. Point zero eight. I did not misspeak. Misspoke. I did not. I don't know. It's getting late. Um, so, big matchup. 
Yeah, we really was. I, I I somehow missed that this was so close. I did too, and the only thing I can think, looking at this, I see. Is the Gronk thing maybe like because he just didn't score very much? I think the Gronk thing is one thing, but Maddie kid, this got much closer because of New England's defensive touchdown, and Maddie started the oh, New England defense. That's what so it must have been. That yeah, because I think it, when I was following it, wasn't that yes, close, and, and then so he got that, that late. That was what kind of made the difference. Um, wow. Did he text about that at all? I don't think so, but Maddie's had some heartbreakers this year, so I think yeah. he was just so dejected again in yet another week. I will say love Golden Tate for him um, in Philly. I really do uh, think he's going to be a guy. If he ever gets Le'Veon Bell back, his team will be fine. I think Maddie's a team that's going to make the playoffs still. He's in sixth place. Um, he's scoring a good amount of points every week. Um, this week, he decided to play Sterling Shepard over Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones had a good week. It looks like Jones is going to be the guy in Green Bay. He seems to be getting more and more carries every week. I do feel really good about Matty's team. Uh, Yeldon is going to be tough for him going forward with uh, Fournette coming back week 10. You got to hope Le'Veon Bell's back soon. Can hopefully help with that a little bit. Yeah, but Le'Veon has, didn't report again. Exactly. So what I mean is you hope he comes back later this year, kind of helps him in the stretch run, maybe those last three, four weeks. Um, but it looks like it's going to be a tough one. He could be a, a victim of circumstance here. Yeah, because he's got to win games right now. He does. Um, next up, or well, not next up, but speaking of our current first place leader on in the league, we have uh, Layer Bomb, who had another good week, very solid 106.18 point or point 16 points. Um, yeah, just another solid week. 27 from Gurley, 20 from Cousins. That seems like an inevitability for Justin yeah. this year. I think the over 20 for each of those guys is kind of a, um, just something he expects at this point. One thing I will say um, that he may not want to hear, it's going to be really tough for him if in the latter half of the playoffs – um, he is no longer getting the services of Todd Gurley because I know because yeah. I believe Matt has Malcolm Brown, but that has definitely got to be something that Laerbaum is worried about. Looking at his bench, he could probably go Doug Baldwin in the slot, and then Latavius Murray also coming down the could stretch be, could yeah, not be Dalvin. This could be a, a not very fun end of the year for Justin. Just looking at it that way. Um, David Johnson, for whatever reason, just still is just like a 10-point guy right now. Um, that's kind yeah. of his floor, though, which is good. It seems like every week you can get that from him. Um, I don't think you'll see um, – obviously, I hope not, but I don't think you'll see Latavius Murray continue um, once Dalvin's back. It seems like he's been held out precautionary in a precautionary way for what seems like forever, kind of in the way Fournette has. Um, who knows what to expect? Um, good to keep those guys on your team in terms of a Murray, but um, down the stretch, it could be tough. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, he's going to probably have to play the waiver wire because he's definitely, you know, in a good spot to make playoffs, obviously, yes. and be maybe the number one seed. But uh, a lot of these guys could get shut down. Gronk, you could always see him get shut down. Uh, yeah. And I think um, even Jarvis Landry kind of is a worry point now. Um, well, look at those that both Juju and Landry had very bad weeks. Yeah. So. And looking at Juju, I remember I did just look at his, um, his game log 
And um, it's kind of one of those things that you're seeing, not a regression by any means, but definitely not, I don't think, at the point where we thought he would be coming into this year. Um, he's had, he has been, you know, not bad by any means. I just thought we'd see maybe some more 20 point games, some big ones. Um, he's had an 18 and then everything else is kind of hovering around that 11, 12, um, a couple low ones, but um, either way uh, it's one of those things going forward. I expect Juju to be fine. Landry, I'd worry a little bit more that they're getting a first time offensive coordinator in there. I think that really hampers Baker. It seems like he's kind of hitting that rookie wall. Um, you just hope to see that continue in terms of production there. Um, so yeah, I think Larbaum yet with another win though, moving to eight. No. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, that's, that's who I'm matched up with this week. So yeah, and we we'll, will, we'll be talking we'll about him in that. a second. All right. So second to last matchup, we have you Brogan snack packs, the Brogy against Liberty city dolphins, uh, a matchup that guns called close a few times. We all kind of wondered how, why, who, what, Character, yeah, character I mean, comment. well, it started with the actual uh, game, it, the first game, which was a great like fantasy game for a lot of people. That Dolphins uh, Texans Thursday night yes, game. Yes, it was. Always, always a little worried about those Thursday night games. Um, as somebody who had two guys going, but uh, it was uh, it was awesome. So, and it was like a fun game to watch and everything. But um, that was the one where Guns was like just talking so much about Kenyon Drake. And I understand getting excited about your player, but it was like, hey, are you actually looking at what's going on in the matchup? Because Lamar Miller and uh, Deshaun Watson were also having very good games. Well, and so he ended, in he ended def- up in his defense, yeah. the vape pen can be very powerful and it really gets you focused in in one area. And, you, you know, that's a lot to go look at the matchup and look at the game. So. I'm going to defend guns there with that. Well, he was projected to lose by more points after that game than before. Interesting. Before the matchup started. Well, he was feeling real confident going into the weekend. Uh, He was. um, Again, much to all of our uh, confusion, but going into the weekend, kind of the same thing we expected. Um, You, I think on the Thursday night game, you had Deshaun with a big bounce back after a five point and a 10 point game. Um, coming back big with uh, the 30 burger and dropping five touchdowns, which was nice. Cause this was his first, first game over three, pa- over two passing touchdowns all year. Um, although in fantasy, we all know it doesn't matter. He does rush, run the ball and that kind of thing. So been a very viable fantasy quarterback this year, um, but really having a breakout against a Dolphins defense that I don't think is terrible by any means, um, especially in the secondary. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had pretty good production from everybody, uh, except it came back to kicking in special teams, which has been notoriously bad for me this year. I've had some very low weeks and having Baltimore put up the negative four. Thought about this one for a while. Um, I think I ended up putting Baltimore back on the waiver wire. As good as they are in certain games, their matchups just aren't great. Um, Cam has looked really good. And then this next week they're playing the Steelers. So I was like, it's not even worth holding on to these guys at this point. I can't play them week to week. And I, I don't believe in rostering two defenses. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's, um, it's tough going into that. I mean, you're really just playing matchups. I'm doing a little bit of the same with the Seahawks. I have, I think a little bit more stability with the D, but I think 
yeah, you're coming into it. I, I think you're in the same boat. Um, Lamar had a huge game. You hope that kind of continues. But I think with Nick Chubb, you're going to be a little more weary, I would imagine. You have some other guys you can kind of throw in if you need to. Um, Lockett being the one that I kind of look at if you threw Miller into your RB2 slot. Um, really, I'm looking at Gunn's team and just kind of Kittle's not a bad tight end. Tight end is very thin this year. Um, if you're getting 5.7 from a tight end like George Kittle, you can't be too upset. Alshon had a bit of a down game, but he had really big games from Brown and Drake. And then that Drew Brees game, we will probably never see in the history of Drew Brees' career again. Um, and then the other big one, Ronald Jones with point one. Um, I know that there was reports that he was getting some first team snaps because Peyton Barber was hurt. Peyton Barber did outscore him uh, this last weekend and um, kind of surprised, you know, Ronald Jones had a touchdown last week, but didn't do really anything else. Um, just kind of a yeah. tough one for guns. I know he's trying to find someone in that slot. Cooper cup should be back uh, this, this next week. Um, I don't know if he's going to be on a snap count or anything, but um, definitely something for guns. It's going to be a tough one all year finding a guy to play. I mean, I think Guns is on an L3 or L4, right? Um, yes, it's L3. third straight. He's on an L3, yep. Um, but so. you will talk about it soon, but going into next week, he should be able to pick one up. Um, but, you know, who knows? Okay. All right. I think um, we have one last matchup. We have one right? last matchup. We have Dalvin and the Chipmunks, um, which just to be clear about how unoriginal Chad's team name is, um, Brett Matthews' league Someone in his league also has the team named Dalvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, um, wow. You calling him out? It's pretty pathetic, but, I mean, I, we knew that when we saw the team name, but this just put it into reality um, and really just kind of made it kind of the obvious. But it's okay if you're okay. going to uh, Google fantasy. Google, Google search. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to Google search fantasy team names, then uh, what do you expect? Um, yeah. But, again, it's deflated balls. Um <laughs> Just so stupid, I don't think you have to Google that name, but it's almost kind of really fitting for Jay. I like it. Um, Chad with the big win this week. I think our number two scorer in the league went about 25 points, something like that, over projection. Um, had a big game from Cam, big game from James Conner. Um, he's probably praying that uh, that Le'Veon never comes back because James Conner has been an absolute godsend for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got an RB1 off the waivers. Yeah, and then uh, Tariq Cohen, although he didn't do anything kind of the rest of the game, he had a 70-yard catch uh, early in the game. Got him started off the, on the right foot. Um, Rams D was all, was all right. Yeah. Somehow I got some rando call for a second. So we're oh. good. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, well, yeah. So um, what do you think about uh, Jay's team this week? Well, this was the one where um, the trade was made. And yeah, Terry Cohen, affected, Terry Cohen. Yeah, and so, but Jay got, um, did he get, he got Julio back on this one. He's on a bye. In yes. the week he's playing Chad. It was a pretty strategic move by, um, to a guy who needs to pick wins up. He needs to stack wins. Yes. Yeah, he put himself right back in the conversation because of this week, so – very shrewd move, and um, it led to him winning because he was not able to fill out a, a full roster if he didn't make that deal. Yes, so. that would have been a tough one for him. He left Marvin Jones on his bench, by the way, with uh, two touchdowns. Um, but So he had some points he did leave, but uh, overall yep. had a good game um, from his receivers that he did play. So 
Um, pretty solid matchup overall. Jay has to uh, – he's in seventh, so he's one of the better three and five teams, but really has to keep winning. Yeah, I mean, but look at his – I mean, he's going to have Melvin Gordon and Julio to add on this team. I think I think we're looking at two two of the better teams now, honestly. I agree. Uh, They're really getting like, hot. really like on Johnson as well in Detroit. I have him in another league. Um, I think Chad has some matchup plays that he can go with. He has Keenan Allen on a bye as well, someone who should kind of the rest of the year be relatively in the mix. Um, he's had a down year for his standards, but he's a guy who you always expect to kind of plug and play. Um, yep. So, yeah, it, it should be good good sailing for both of these guys going forward. Absolutely. So, week nine. Week nine. It's, uh, it's put up or shut up time. On that note, First matchup of week nine we're going to talk about is mine against the chunk magnet, Gundy. Um, speaking of put up or shut up, I'm just going to shut up on this one because I'm, per- I'm pretty sure I'm taking the L this week um, based on a trade that I made um, that, you know, I, I have some bye weeks that came up that I cannot avoid. Well, you traded for a tight end. The, the tight end you received in return is on his bye. Yes. And you have Dalvin, who is not And playing. you received a running back who's not going to play in already a relative, in, in a bye week where you're going to have Dalvin Mack to and be, Carson Wentz on by. To give you an idea in terms of thought process, after getting a win and getting to five wins, I am really looking at the last three weeks of this year as my big time, based on the timing of when Dalvin is supposed to be back after their week. 10 by um, although he's a guy who has not proven this year that he's ready to go. He's a guy I'm taking a big risk on um, hoping that I can have Sony Marlon Mack and, uh, and Dalvin cook to play going down the stretch. Um, it's going to be a very, uh, a very tough couple weeks for me. If I can pick up a win against guns this week or layer bomb next week, then I'm feeling really good. I expect to not win either weeks. Um, but you know, guns team yeah. is pretty frisky. So we will see, hopefully my Rams can really beat up Drew Brees and have them put up another six point effort. This is going to be a fun game though, that you have both quarterbacks going at each other. So. Yeah. And, uh, new Orleans has a really good run defense, terrible pass defense. So hopefully we see some big touchdowns for the Rams, not to Jared Goff is what I really need. Um, so it'll be definitely interesting to see how this week goes. Um, I've definitely beaten projections before, as everyone loves to remind me. Um, but it's going to be a tough one. If Royce doesn't play this week, I'm going to have to find another bye week um, running back, which means I'm literally just pulling off a pile. Um, so we'll see. It should be uh, it should be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be tough to get the win. Yeah. And um, I guess one thing you could look towards is Antonio Brown – getting if if baltimore's like that's who's not going to meet us yeah like if they no, just there, there are some they could do that there are some ways from it that's why i think y'all who asked me projected is 33 percent or something um yeah so it's not as bad um but it's definitely going to take some some magic uh if i can get a win this week then i feel really good about that playoff bet with matt um expecting galvin yeah. to come back and provide something the last three weeks um with what Mac and Sony have shown that they can do, I feel like I can I can kind of end the season on a decent note. 
It's going to be a tight one. I yes, think. it will. Yeah, it, it definitely will. Um, cool. So next matchup, uh, boom. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I wish we had a drop we could put in right now. We have a Cox bros matchup. I know the battle of uh, the Cox. I saw, I, I knew that they were matched up together. And Oh man. Uh, ugh. let's start with, okay. So Chad currently doesn't have, um, wow. So Chad's going with, just right off the top, I'm realizing he does not have Keenan Allen in his lineup against the Seahawks. He is yep. currently going with Edelman and Cooks over um, over Allen. So, boss move on Chad's part. I don't hate it. The Seahawks D has been pretty darn good. This uh, I thought there's a stat like it was like week four and on or after week four. The Seahawks defense has been one of the best in football. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm not surprised by that. It's always tough to decide to sit your uh, your stud wide receiver um, like that. Uh, it looks like matchup-wise, Chad, it's predicting by about 12 points. Um, I, I would have to say I'm pretty close with that one. Um, you're close with – I feel good. That... I feel good about that. I think that's right around what I'd expect. Yeah, I think Chad wins this one going away. I – I'm trying to figure out how it could go well for Cox here. Or Matt, for Matt. Matt having Matt having AJ Green on a bye. Um, he's got Sanu in yeah. the lineup against a Washington secondary that has not been bad this year. I think it's tough with Peyton Barber against Carolina. That's a, a nasty front seven. I do like Brita against Oakland. Brita looked like he seemed to get he got like 16 carries last week. So whatever injury he had does not seem to be affecting him. Yeah. Um, Olsen against Tampa, you probably feel pretty good about. He's got Randall Cobb in the slot against Green Bay or against uh, New England. Um, it's kind of a you hope for the best type of thing. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be a tough one. Um, you you got to feel probably like Chad's got to run away with this one. I feel like. I think so as well, and I mean, just a little big brother charity helping him out. So. I mean, Matt's, Matt has not put up a very good effort this year. So it's uh, it's been interesting for sure. I think this is probably one of those years, Matt. You know, there's been a couple years now where Matt's finished in last place. Um, if he does finish in last place this year, number some rando Salem number keeps calling me. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, whatever. Um, I just keep declining it. So yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, this is Matt's. This would be, I think, his second time in last place. I don't know what the numbers are on that, if anyone else. Um, I know I've had my stint there um, in a year where I wasn't at the draft. I, I've never been in last place uh, to fully my own doing, we'll put it that way. Um, but, yeah, probably some time to go back to the drawing boards, maybe study a little more coming into the year. Um, Matt has not shown a very good fantasy effort, I think, overall, if you want to talk about fantasy baseball as well. Oh, yeah, I know. That's the funny thing is, you know, we're kind of used to it this year in the calendar year. So, yeah, I, I won't hate on, it, hate on it too much. Like, I think he understands – he he knows how to accept when his team's shitty. Like, we've yep. seen it with the Beavs now for a while too. He's like, yeah, we suck. Don't talk about it. So, yeah, definitely. He's he's definitely a good job uh, deflecting. He's, he's a pro. Yeah. Um, so, next matchup, we have a chili – some would say freezing 
Jordan Coleman up against Saquon and Pat Mud Johnson. Mark on a win for the hottest man in in uh, in the league of dons. Uh, well, looks like he's definitely the second hottest because Blair Bombs on a win eight. Yeah, but we're used to that now. He's old okay. news. <laughs> so we have freezing with a projected victory here. Yeah. Um, you got know, some buys. <clears throat> looking Holy at it. Holy shit. Look at Mark. Mark is all in on the Chiefs this week. He's got three Chiefs starting. Yeah, so he's got three Chiefs starting. Uh, Mark has Demarius on his bench. He has Saquon and Zach Ertz on buys. Ooh, that he sucks. decided yeah. to go Ed Dixon as his starting tight end. Go Ducks. Oh, yeah, has... just picked him up. He, yeah. he just got his touchdown this last week. Yeah, he had put up zero points every game before that. Oh, um, he wasn't active. He just got active. Good to know. So uh, yep. I imagine his role is supposed to expand if he's playing him. Um or maybe not. Um, no, I but... mean, I looked I looked at him and didn't pick, pick him up as a Seahawks fan. So Good to know. Yeah. Um, so other than that, I think Matt Ryan kind of been week in, week out of stud. Uh, freezing, going with the White, Carson, and Elliott in his lineup. Like we said about his matchup last week, that um, that's going to be a really fun team and a really fun team to put out. Putting out three good running backs like that, um, you know, he probably feels pretty good about. So... I'm not surprised. I, I like freezing in this matchup, going to move to five and four. And one to watch, Carolina defense playing right now against Tampa. So that could be – Carolina's good. Like, yeah. They could be up by a little bit and get a little – maybe a little pick six action. Yeah. And then – um, Fitzpatrick, too. So Yeah, and then Denver D at Houston. Houston's looked pretty good the last couple of weeks on offense. They have. So, Denver, well, D, I don't know. Denver D, if I'm not mistaken, has also looked a little bit better of late. Um, yeah. Uh, looking at it, I mean, they had 32 against Arizona, but they went seven against the Rams, which they did look decent in that. Um, a lot of sacks. and then But against Casey, they only had three. So uh, we'll see how that plays out for Shelter. Either way, uh, you got a, a winner you want to pick in this one? Um. I think I will actually, even though the projections are freezing, I think I'm going to stick with Mark. He seems hot right now. He's so hot right now. Um, all right. Next matchup. Adam Booming Thielen against Good Phil Hunting. 6-10 matchup. <laughs> the old 6-10 matchup. Um, this one, we have some interesting uh, things here. Um, I, think we got, I think we got some buys. Oh, yeah. Definitely... Golden, Golden Tate. Wow, Joe, Joe, Mixon. Joe Mixon, and, and Golden Tate on a bye. Um, looks like Jacksonville D, obviously Fournette on a bye. Um, so Dylan's projected to win by about 10 points. Looking at this, I probably like this. John Brown's at home uh, for the uh, Ravens. They always play a little bit better at home. Steelers on the road, not quite as good. Um but Long's Long's playing Devontae Booker. I think that's enough. For me uh, to Long is playing Devontae Booker. Devontae Booker did have a hundred rush yards last week in Freeman's absence. By the way, I know. Um, someone I wanted to pick up, thought about it, could have picked him up this morning, and uh, wanted to wait and see what Freeman's status was. And Maddie Kid decided to grab him anyway. So yeah, um, I think Royce is coming back. So I do as well. Um, but still was looking at that. So. That'll be interesting because if Royce is playing fully, you're probably looking at like two points from Booker. So, um, should be interesting. 
Doug yeah. Martin also in the lineup. Yeah, I'm going to go with old Dilly on that one. Man, what a tough year for Matt Long. Yeah, he's had a couple of really bad beats. and then, He's put up a good amount of points, too. So. Yes, he has. Yeah, he definitely has. Um, okay, next one on the docket. We have old Brogy Snack Packs against the big dog, Jay Lay, Voodoo Mama Juju. Yeah, um, one, one V2. One V2 matchup. We have uh, Odo Beckham on a bye. We have um, for you, and that's pretty yep. much your only big one on a bye. Yep. Um, so you throw Tyler Lockett in there, and the rest of your team looks pretty much the same from last week. Um, projected for 102.7. Yep. Layer Bomb projected for about 12 points more. Um, he has David Johnson on a bye, who, as we said before, been very average, but not bad by any means. High floor guy around that 8 to 10 points. Um, so he is going with Tevin Coleman back off a bye um, against Washington. Washington yep. with a very good run defense, very good front with all those Alabama guys they got. Um, but Tevin Coleman does a lot in the pass game as well. Um, expect decent things. That's not a bad guy to throw in your, in your uh, flex. So I'll tell you, I'm not happy about his matchups. I uh, hate that Gurley's who already is very good is going against New Orleans. I think that's going to be like a shootout game and he's going to, have like three touchdowns. So I, not excited I, I about that. I will tell you, I will say, we what? and I know you know this, but New Orleans rush defense is really good. The one thing that's tough is, is that even against Seattle was, I think, Gurley's other low rushing yard game, and he still scored three goal line yeah. touchdowns. So in that yeah. sense, yes, I do think there are chances for that. I think if Gurley hurts you this week, it's going to be in the pass game. Out of yeah, the backfield. Exactly. I think he could do that too. My but my biggest concern is he has the Chicago D against Peterman. <clears throat> yes, that is going to be really really tough this week. Um, I would be surprised if they didn't score fifteen points this week. I know. I'm very scared. So, so kind of wish that I had a. I, I mean, I think it'll be a good game, but um, yeah, I was looking at it. I was. I remember thinking, like, God, who has who's playing against the Bills? Like, before I even knew about our lineup. Yeah. I was yeah. like, that is going to be potentially, like, a monster defense game. And it's going to be like that probably for the rest of the year. I don't know when Josh Allen's due back. Um, their bye week already ha- – um, I'm sorry. Uh, their bye week I don't think has happened yet for Buffalo. Um, I could be wrong on that. Um, but either way uh, – Josh Allen will eventually be back. I don't know how much that'll help. That O-line is actually terrible in Buffalo. And people talk about how bad they are, but they don't necessarily mention that O-line. That offensive line is has I think it might be worse than the Texans. Um, yeah. they, the New England's pass rush looked like it was actually good last night um, or the other night, Monday night. Um, and that's just – that takes a lot to be able to do that. So, either way, okay. um, I like Larabon this week. You obviously have some bye weeks that kind of hurt you. Yeah, uh, I mean, I th- I think we're gonna have a close game. I do too. So, I do think, but uh, close. yeah, I mean, he should he sh- should be favored by the amount he's favored by. So, um, so uh, last, last matchup, matchup, deflated balls against Tom Brady's Uggs. Um, looking at big, it, um, big discrepancy. Yes, yeah, so we um, have about um, it looks like about fifteen points difference, um, in the projection. Jay has his who is a stud this year, Taj Boyd on a bye. Um, Hui looks like he's good with his bye weeks. Um, 
he has oh he also has Philly on a buy so add six or seven points from a defense to his projection that is a little bit easier to take yeah he should be projected for around that hundred hundred points okay that does um, make it better yes that does so um, Hui number one it's Wednesday chop chop you should have already yeah. done this by now um, it's just showing us that you're you don't care um, <laughs> a little bit upsetting but. Um, after that beatdown I put on you last week, it was probably a little demoralizing. I understand. Um, but going into this, Trubisky against Buffalo, I'd love to say that's going to be a huge game. I, Buffalo's defense has kind of done this to quarterbacks all year. Okay. All right, yeah. I thought you were off the phone. No, I said I'm almost off. Oh, my God. God you're, again. Goodness. I'm my dog. Every time. She just got home. Um, so... Trubisky against Buffalo, probably not as crazy good as you'd expect. Buffalo's defense, for whatever reason, has kind of stifled quarterbacks and, and kind of just muddied up games this year. Um, yep. Hopkins against Denver should be great. Um, McCaffrey against Tampa. Um, I do like some of these matchups. I just think overall, um, Jay getting Melvin Gordon back and he has Travis Kelsey now. Um, I think those kind of things really uh, are going to put him over the top. Julio Jones against uh, Washington yeah. and, and uh, Josh Norman, who is not nearly as good as people give him credit for. I think it's kind of a big misconception because he makes a lot of money, but some of the numbers I see on him are just not as good. So I think Julio could still have a really good game. Uh, I think Adrian Peterson against the Atlanta D too can be really big. Again, Adrian Peterson, the fountain of youth guy this year. I got so, I got Jay by a lot. I got That's Jay I as well by a lot. I think we kind of goes under his projection, but um, so yeah, looking at it, that's kind of what the league looks like this year. I I think yeah. these next few weeks are going to be a lot of moving and shaking. I think it's really going to come down to the wire. I agree. It's going to be a great week nine. Um, yes, unfortunately, we won't be uh, all meeting up, but we'll probably figure something out. Yeah, I mean, the commish, the commish kind of fucked that up. And, you know, what can we do, guys? You know, we all like each other, and the commish just, you know, does plans and doing all this and that. And it, I, I get it. Everyone kind of decided we're going to hold off this week. Um, what can we say? You know, you figure the guy's got enough planning under his belt with all the extra time he has. But, um, Ooh. man, Shots. no. Shots but, fired. but for real, sometimes it just doesn't work out timing-wise for guys. We do need to find a time to meet up. Maybe it's a – end of the year type thing. I think that would be fun to do. So um, we can find time Um, either way. Good week. Looks like going to be exciting week coming in next week. Look forward to chatting with all of you. Have a good week. Great. Happy Halloween. Happy fucking Halloween. See you later. Later.